This is Winning Cures Everything. I am your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow uh, the website, everything else, at winningcureseverything.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. We're on Twitter at winningcures. All the wonderful things. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Google Podcasts. Whatever your favorite podcast app is, etc., etc. Today, later show than usual, shorter show than usual, but we'll jump into them. Here's the roundup for what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the Winning Cures Everything meetup. We're going to talk about Shane Bichelle, the Texas quarterback in the transfer portal. We're going to talk about Phil Fulmer being banned from Vols football practice for a little bit last year. Florida is downsizing their stadium. It's not being made a big deal, but I think it's a uh, trend that needs to be paid attention to. And I'm going to give you five college basketball picks for this evening. We went four and three last night. We're back on the winning side. It had literally been seven days since I had had a winning record in college basketball. I had a ton of evens, but last night we got on the right side. I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm thinking four and one at least. I'm hoping five and oh. I feel good about all of these. That's why I'm giving them to you. First off, the Winning Cures Everything live show meetup. We're doing a, a preview before the NFL Conference Championship Games this Sunday, January 20th at Hollywood Casino. Come on out to Tunica. Check us out. Let us shake your hand. Let us uh, tell you thank you for supporting the show. We really appreciate you guys. We hope that you will come out and hang out with us. Uh, food and drink specials. The food there is actually fantastic. Uh, everything is cheap. They've got $12 buckets of beer. That's six beers, 12 bucks. That's $2 a beer. $2. And they've got the largest projection screen in the South, 12 foot by 24 foot, the best place to come watch both of the games, Rams and Saints, Chiefs and Pats. So come out January 20th, Hollywood Casino. Come hang out with us. The show will kick off at 1230. We'll be there around 11 o'clock that morning. To, uh, to hang out with everybody, shake hands, meet as many people as we can. Uh, hopefully you will all come out and hang out with us. Uh, next topic, Shane Bichelle, Texas quarterback, is in the transfer portal. He is the backup to Sam Ellinger. Now, he graduates in May, so he will be a grad transfer after May, which means he should be available immediately to whichever team he goes to. The leader right now looks like SMU. SMU's quarterback left to go be a grad transfer for Arkansas. Looks like this is going to be a good move for him. I think this is a, a, a great move for uh, for Bichelle. He was the first Texas quarterback to, uh, to be a true freshman starter for that team since like the 40s, I think. And, and then he just got beat out by Ellinger. Uh, Ellinger fits the system better. Uh, Shane Bichelle did fill in and, and started a game when Ellinger was hurt this year. Texas does have guys on the roster they do have quarterbacks on the roster that will help them this year so I, I think they are going to be fine but uh but obviously you would have liked to have kept him around guy with experience uh a guy that that had been in Herman's system for the last two years uh he didn't really fit the system but he was a good team guy uh and I think he'll do well at SMU if indeed that is where he ends up uh next topic it was reported uh, that Philip Fulmer was banned from Vols football practice for five days during the season last year. It was a, a minor NCAA violation, and he, here's what the violation actually was. He was viewing football practice, and he saw some offensive linemen doing something wrong. He stepped in, 
tried to show him the right way to do it, and he got cracked for it. And it was a self-reported violation, and it was a self-inflicted penalty, right? It Five days, you can't come out to football practice. The way that this works is you have to count anybody that comes in and gives tactical advice or uh, gives coaching advice to a player. You have to count them as part of your staff. Well, if they had to count Fulmer as part of the staff, that means that they were over the 10 assistant coach limit or whatever the limit is for analysts, etc. Um, so that was that was the issue. I think it's ridiculous. I, you've got an AD that is a football guy. If the guy wants to come out and say something to the players and the coach is okay with it, I don't see how that's any different than a guy coming in and talking about mental toughness and whatever, Right? Schools do this all the time. Alabama brings in a a mind coach. Uh, his name is Kevin Elko. I don't see how this is any different. An offensive line guy, Philip Fulmer, sees something that he doesn't really think they're doing correctly or they're not doing it the way that the coach is telling them to. He jumps in, tries to help them out, and it's an NCAA violation. It, this is not what NCAA rules were intended for. It's just ridiculous. So, And no, it wasn't a huge deal. It's not a massive thing, but it still irked me a little bit. Uh, I don't agree with it. I don't think Fulmer should have had to sit out practices. I don't think any of that kind of stuff should have mattered. It, it's it's a built-in advantage for them to have somebody like Philip Fulmer. And I don't even like Fulmer, right? So either way, number four, Florida is downsizing their stadium. Uh, Scott Strickland did a uh, did an interview with Pat Dooley from the Gainesville Sun. And he talked about numerous things, one of which was the student section never being filled up at Florida football games, other than for, like, really massive games. And this is a problem throughout the country. Kids are not interested in coming out for crap games, for the bye games, right? Colorado State, Idaho. Whatever. Nobody cares about those games. You can barely get season ticket holders to those games. And most of the time, they just give those family members as a gift. Hey, you don't normally get to go. Here's you a ticket to go see Citadel. Here's you a ticket to go see whatever, right? Which is fine for the people that don't usually get to go. But season ticket holders, the people that truly invest in your program, they don't want to see these crap games. So one of the things that Strickland brought up is that they have 8,000 seats reserved for visitors for every game. And he said they never show up. So, But they can't really downsize that, and the students don't really show up, so they can't really downsize that either. Uh, But they are going to downsize the stadium seating. So if they downsize the entire capacity, which is, I believe, 88,000 right now, if they get that down to about... 80,000, maybe a little less, 78, somewhere around there. Then you take down the student section a little bit, or maybe you move the student section to a a less ideal place and put the ticket buyers, the ones that really put the money in, put them in a better spot in the stadium, which is where the students are sitting currently. And then you can take down some of the visitor seats, etc. Alabama just announced that they are doing this with Bryant-Denny Stadium. 
you take down the number of seats because you're not filling them up every week because more people like to sit at home and watch the game on TV, which is also funny considering so many people are getting rid of cable, right? So the interest in the sport is not dwindling at all. I don't I don't see that whatsoever. The ratings are always really really good. There are some matchups that don't draw as much as others, but you you understand that. Um, the ratings and the the interest in the sport is not going down. The people going to games is going down because of the crap games. They want to see good games all the time. If they don't have the good games, they're not going to go. Bottom line. So what they do is they downsize the number of seats and they level up the executive stuff, right? The the suites and the uh, relaxation areas and VIP areas and whatnot. And that's what a lot of these stadiums are going to start doing. It, it hit a bubble, it hit a wall where everybody was just getting way too big and now they're all going to come back down. And I think it's great. I'm curious to see what the next stadium will be. I'm sure Neyland Stadium, being in that stadium, those seats are about that wide and my fat rear end cannot even fit in one of those seats. So imagine two or three big old boys trying to sit in three of those little seats. It's impossible. That's something Neyland needs to do is cut down on the number of seats that they allow in there. They're not getting that stadium full anyway. It's going to be a while before they are back to filling it 106,000 anyway. Drop that thing down. Bump up the number of executive suites. Go from there. More people want to stay home and watch it on these gigantic HD TVs. Let them do it. Make the demand bigger. Make people want to get in because it is, it's a must-have ticket, right? Like, that's how you do that. So I'm, I'm with this. Uh, the downsizing of the stadiums, uh, I think it's a good trend. I think it's a good trend. All right, let's jump into the college basketball picks. I got five of them for you this evening. We're going to roll through them pretty quick, so get your pencils out. Let's do this thing. They, of course, will be on the site, winningcureseverything.com slash gambling-picks, or you can just go to winningcureseverything.com, and the gambling picks section is right up on the navigation bar. So, game number one, the Citadel at Samford. I'm going under 182.5. Way too many people are jumping on this. The line, or the total opened at 179. And within a few hours, it had jumped to 182.5. I think right now it's at 183. I think it's at 183. So, I'm telling you, go under. 182.5, you can still cover that at a 91-90 to game. That's how insane that is. Teams can score that, but you have to hit a lot of shots, and both teams have to play up-tempo the entire time. I don't see how this game gets there. It might. It might. I just don't see it. 182.5 is crazy. We're going under there. Game number two, Southern Utah plus one and a half against Portland State. So Southern Utah is at home and an underdog. My metrics have got this Southern Utah minus four. It's a five and a half point swing, and I looked into it. Portland State has lost six of the last seven. They are one and four on the road this year straight up. Southern Utah, 4-2 and two at home. They've won two straight games. They've covered them both. I like this here. Southern Utah is playing well. Portland State is not. This is an easy one. Southern Utah is going to win the game outright. Game number three, 
Austin P. The Governors, minus seven at SIU Edwardsville. The Governors have covered seven of eight and are significantly better. The metrics have it at 11 and a half, and we're, we're only giving up seven. Give me Austin P. here on the road. San Diego, minus seven at Portland. Uh, bet against Portland. That's that's what this is. Portland two and nine straight up and against the spread in their last eleven. They are awful. They are putrid. I don't care that they are at home. San Diego is a significantly better team. Take the minus seven there. And finally, last but not least, Belmont at Jacksonville State. I'm going over one forty eight here. Jacksonville State won the first meeting eighty three to seventy three. That's hundred and fifty six points right there. Both teams have increased their shooting percentage in the time since then, which is crazy. Both of them are putting up points like crazy. Belmont scored 109 in their last game. They're not going to do that here, but I really, really like the over 148 here. I think both teams will score. Uh, Both teams can be good defensively, but these two teams understand how to score on each other. I like the over 148 there. Uh, For the year... Let me see if I can get over to uh, the total. For the year, I'm 46-40-1. That is a 53.49% winning percentage. Again, went 4-3 and three last night. Uh, had some that I was just way off on the Oklahoma game. Way off on that one. But, uh, but the other ones did pretty well. I feel good about things tonight. As always, go over to winningcureseverything.com. You can get the gambling picks there. You can find all the videos, podcasts, etc. Subscribe on YouTube. Help us out. Support the show. Come out January 20th to Hollywood Casino. Live show starts at 12.30. We'll be there at 11 a.m. Come and hang out. Watch the games with us. We, uh, We love you guys, and we will see you tomorrow.